You're listening to the Carterville Church Life Podcast. I love our church family, and I hope that you do too. Our goal is that the episodes of this podcast would keep us connected and focused while we're scattered for our week on missions together. I hope that you're blessed by what you hear today. Hey, church family. Welcome to the podcast. I'm really glad to have you. So today we're going to have a devotional podcast as we read through the book of Acts together. I want to encourage you, if you're not in that text by yourself, grab your Bible, get it out, read through the book of Acts while we're preaching through the book of Acts, and allow the Holy Spirit to speak to you from multi-directions, right? From the pulpit on Sunday morning and from your prayer closet daily. So so today we're going to pick up where we left off uh, Sunday in the pulpit. We, talk, we preached about Ananias and Sapphira, about this moment where God sort of cleansed and judged these two people in the early church who were following Satan instead of being filled with the Spirit. But what happened right after that? Okay, so revival resumes. I want to read in Acts chapter 5, verse 12 and following. And the question that I want to ask in this devotional podcast is pretty simple. When God begins to work around you? What's your response? And I, I know that sounds like an easy question, but there might be moments where it's harder than you think. So stay tuned. Here we go. Acts chapter 5, verse 12. The apostles performed many signs and wonders among the people, and all the believers used to meet together in Solomon's colonnade. No one else dared join them, even though they were highly regarded by the people. Nevertheless, more and more men and women believed in the Lord and were added to their number. As a result, people brought the sick into the streets and laid them on their beds and mats so that at least Peter's shadow might fall on some of them as he passed by. Crowds gathered also from the towns around Jerusalem, bringing their sick and those tormented by impure spirits, and all of them were healed. Okay, so revival is breaking out. But some people were excited about the revival. They were bringing people out to meet the apostles. Uh, Some people were cautious about the revival as the apostles would go into the temple, into this porch area, this Solomon's uh, colonnade, and teach, meeting together every day. There were people who did not dare to join them out of concern because while God was moving in a very strong way, that created a disruption in this in the social um, structure so the chief priest the high priest the powerful religious leaders that were opposed to Jesus they were not okay with Jesus growing in power and fame so here's what i need you to hear is it like as god's spirit moves around you there are going to be people who are blessed by it and there'll be many people who are thrilled by it but some people are going to be cautious and they're going to stay at at arm's distance, right? They're going to they're gonna stay back. They won't dare join you, just like there were people who didn't dare join the apostles in Solomon's colonnade. Why? Because they were afraid of the perspective of the powerful people who held the status quo. They were afraid of the opposition. That's going to happen in your world, too. If you find yourself in the middle of what God is doing, you have to expect that there are going to be some people who keep their distance, who are concerned, who are afraid. But there also are going to be people who are richly blessed, people who are gathering in close, people who are joining that number. But there is a third response. So verse 17 says this, Then the high priest and all his associates who were members of the party of the Sadducees were filled with jealousy. 
they arrested the apostles and put them in the public jail. But during the night, an angel of the Lord opened the doors of the jail and brought them out. Go stand in the temple courts, he said, and tell the people all about this new life. That's a pretty powerful passage, but let's unpack it. What's the response of the high priest? So the high priest, all of his associates who were Sadducees, they were against what was happening. So the Sadducees was a sect within Judaism. You know, if you think about the political sphere of America being broken out to, you know, Republicans and Democrats and independents and libertarians and what have you, the the political and religious life of first century Judaism would have been broken into categories as well. You know, Pharisees, Sadducees, Zealots, Essenes. Well, the Sadducee party was kind of distinct in some of their beliefs. You know, for example, they did not believe in a resurrection of the dead. They sort of had all of their hopes on how God might bless you in this particular life without any hope in the age to come. They believed in the Torah, the first five books of the Old Testament, but they did not believe as Scripture uh, the other books of the Old Testament, especially those prophets that do talk about restoration and the Spirit of God moving and uh, in new creation. So the Sadducees typically were a very influential party. Many of them were aristocrats. They seemed to be very connected to the city of Jerusalem and its infrastructure and power structure. Also, you know, the Sadducees seem to have acquiesced to whatever was progressive in culture faster than some of the other groups of Judaism. And, and that makes sense to me because I think if they don't have any hope for a life to come, if all of their hope is on this life, then what would only make sense to them is they've got to do whatever it takes uh, to do the best they can in this particular age. Well, anyway, that's the, that's the Sadducees' quick summary, a little bit of a review. Well, the Bible says that the high priest and his friends who were Sadducees were filled with jealousy. All right. Have you ever felt jealousy when you saw God moving? Now, here's the deal. The reason they're jealous is because God's moving in a powerful way, but it's not in their midst. It's not in their ministry. It's not in their church. And one of the reasons for that is because the, the high priest and his Sadducee friends are in opposition to what God's actually trying to do right now. So they looked up and they saw the Holy Spirit of God moving in a really powerful way. And instead of celebrating, instead of joining God, they felt jealousy. And so I just want to ask you, to be honest, have you ever felt jealous when you saw God moving somewhere else? I have. Right. I mean, as a pastor, you know, I mean, I think I joke about it with my pastor friends. You know, I have preacher envy when I see God doing great things. Now, I love our church family. I would not trade us for anything in the world. God called me here. I adore our church. These are my people. This is my family. But, you know, you look up at some you know, great revival breaking out somewhere or some pe- preacher who's just so clear and powerful. Then you have this moment where you think, man, I wish God was moving that way here. And maybe if you're not healthy, you feel the sense of jealousy about it and you start to see it from a negative or corrupt perspective. All right, well, that's my story. But what's yours, right? Do you ever respond to a movement of God elsewhere with jealousy? Instead of celebrating that you see God moving, you feel jealous because you've allowed yourself to become sort of self-centered, where if it's not happening in your space, it's not good and you won't celebrate it. 
Well, in this particular example, for the high priest and his Sadducee friends, for them to be able to let go of this jealousy and celebrate, it would require repentance. I mean, they called for the crucifixion of Jesus. They've opposed the apostles. But, you know, they could repent. They could say, we've been wrong. And now we see God bringing new life, and we want to get in on it. We repent. How can we align ourselves with what God's doing? Wow, how great would church history have been if these leaders had just done that? If they had just said, okay, instead of being jealous of what God's doing through the apostles, we're going to join them. We're going to repent and follow God with his spirit, but they couldn't. So to be more practical, what about you? Like, Are you jealous right now of what God's doing someplace else? Are you willing to go to your prayer closet and ask God why he's moving there and, and why you feel jealous? And maybe your motivations or your reason for jealousy, maybe they're not the same, right, as what the chief priest was feeling, why the Sadducees were, were jealous. Maybe it was not nearly as sinister or selfish. But do you respond with jealousy when you see the Spirit move someplace else? Well, shamefully, as they felt jealous, they responded to it and they put the, depi- the disciples in jail. It's, these guys, while the apostles were giving life to everybody, they put these people in jail. That's sad. And I wonder if you and I are doing the same thing sometimes when we show jealousy where God's moving. Instead of celebrating and joining him and rejoicing for the kingdom, if we are putting in jail in in an emotional sense, some of the, the people in the places where God's working. So they put the apostles in jail. And I think it's really cool that in the middle of the night, an angel breaks them out and tells them, go stand in the temple courts and listen to this. Tell the people all about this new life. What a powerful way to think about our faith, a new life. So if you are like the Sadducees today, you've been jealous of watching God move someplace else, I just want to ask you to zero in on the book of Acts and its preaching and teaching about how Jesus is bringing new creation, about how Jesus is bringing new life. And instead of resisting with jealousy, let's embrace this new life together. Listen, I hope that you have a blessed day. And I hope that you'll reflect on what we're reading from Acts 5 today. If this podcast has been useful to you, feel free to share it with everybody. Let's get the Lord's Word out. I love you. God bless you. Let's be faithful on our mission today. 